0: hi everyone welcome to 2022 bible study in 2022 i am so excited about what god has has for us in 2022 he had so much for us in 2021 so i'm imagining the way the holy spirit is going to unfold the scriptures and flood our heart with light and the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of jesus christ and how we are going to know the hope of our calling and our glorious inheritance and the power that is available to us in christ jesus that same power that raised Jesus from the dead and the awesome things we are going to do with the word I'm so excited about 2022 so we're going to be starting 2022 with a study series called the father's heart and um, today is really about setting the background for that study so we are going to be looking into history at the life of the person with whom we are going to be studying the father's heart and um, there's so many scriptures the whole bible is the father's heart But this is somebody that I actually personally cannot wait. Well, there are people that I cannot wait to see in heaven, actually. But this one is one of those very special ones. So let's take your Bible, your concordance, your dictionary, your pen, your Google, your journal. Find a quiet place. And for the next few minutes, let's, let's take a journey to the time of kings. To the time of prophets. To the time when there was no cell phone and people used to walk on the road. And battles and there was war and just we'll call it ancient times and let's learn about the background of this amazing young man hmm. do you have your Bible now now let's keep the ground running so this wonderful wonderful man and I, and I will start by putting context and then we'll dive into the scripture that tells us about his life now this wonderful young man would have been themed in if you knew him in today's age, you probably would have described him by words like, Ah, that young man has been abandoned. Oh, see how he has been forgotten. People, Some people would laugh at him. People would have talked about him. And definitely, he would have been called one of the least likely to succeed. All of this, no fault of his though. I mean, this man, whose name meant beloved, lived a life that was the total opposite of his name. In his family he was a physical reminder of the scandal of his family. He was the reminder that his father had made a mistake. So his family preferred not to see him. He was the last born in his family yet he was the reminder of their father's mistake. So his siblings definitely did not want to see him. His mom definitely did not want to see him and his father definitely did not want to see him now what do you do to someone who is a reminder of your mistake or something that is a reminder of your mistake that you do not want to see you put it out of sight that is what most of us do and assume that out of sight is also equal to being out of mind so guess what this family did they put him out of sight how did they do that? Hmm, let me tell you. In fact, my heart breaks for this young man. And I and if you have ever been a product of you know any form of violence or or rape or or, or a product of separated parents or, you know, that person in your family that, you know, you just you feel like you're not up to par and everybody just wants to hide you please don't stop go through this study with us till the end because God has an awesome message for you and this man's life will inspire and you will see how much God really loves you I hope you do so back to our young man my heart breaks for him because I can imagine it wasn't his fault it wasn't his fault that he was born the way he was born and it wasn't his fault that he was a reminder of what he was why would anyone treat him so badly? So to get rid of him, what did his family do? They sent him away. Just like some people that are listening to this study have been sent away. You were sent to your auntie's house. You were sent to stay with your cousin. You were sent to stay with your in- you know, your in-laws. You were sent to stay, sent to stay with your grandmother. It will, Some of this happened to out of their parents not having a choice. But some of us in this world this happened too because they wanted you out of sight that rejection of you and god is here to heal rejection so stay with me and then um the bible says according to the scriptures what did they where did they send him to they sent him to a dangerous job. You know, I actually even wonder if maybe they were hoping that he would die somewhere along the line and they would forget that this thing never happened. Can you imagine? They sent him to do the work of a shepherd. That was the job. And why is the work of a shepherd dangerous? Because guess what? It's out in the open. There are beasts. There are animals trying to... The wolf and the bears trying to take the sheep. You know, it's a lonely job. And historians tell us that the families that were average to wealthy um, 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 actually hired people to do this job. But the poor families usually could not pay anybody extra. So they either um, sent their children uh, or somebody they didn't want to see in the family. Now, this young man's family was a we had money before. In my language, they would say money before kind of family because four generations down, in in their family their great great his great grandfather was one of the wealthiest men in that city but this is four generations down and we don't know whether it was that his family was not a family of reckon in that's in his town or whether it was just that they wanted to get rid of him or whether it was both but somehow somehow you know he was just you know they wanted him out of sight and that was what they did so how do you, how did this young man survive? This young man who was rejected, abandoned, forgotten. And if you looked at him, not reckoned with in his family, nobody had any regard for him. Nobody wanted to see him. How did this young man survive? This is where I tell you to open your Bibles with me. To a psalm called Psalm 23. Now, historians tell, and I'm sure by now you already know who I'm talking about, right? His name is David. And he's one of the most famous kings that has ever lived. He went from being abandoned, rejected, and least likely to succeed to being one of the most famous kings in the world. How he did that is what we're going to be studying in the Father's heart. Now, the historians tell us that King David, or David as he was at this time, learned how to play the harp at an early age. And they say that... he they say he was talented but not loved by his family and historians tell us that you know he would go out into the desert unlike all shepherds or as they say most shepherds learned how to play an instrument because it was a fairly lonely job so you can imagine doing this thing by yourself you know all ye uh, introverts that like to rock up by yourselves well um you have you had some crew members in the bible right <laughs> as in so uh um David would was was leaving this lonely job, right? And he he, historians say he would sleep with his harp tied over his head. Uh, so as the wind changed in the course of the night he could hear the sound of the music. He had a musical heart He had a creative spirit and you know how it is with most musicians He was which most people would say was a fairly emotional guy He takes some level of being in tune with your emotions to be a great musician So this young is a young man who was deeply in tune with his emotions felt deeply and was living this life and all by himself in the desert, in the wilderness. Now, that's even another word that hit me. The wilderness. When you hear wilderness, you think um, um, hushed. Weather conditions, you think harshness, you think uh, uh, fruitfulness, you think a tough terrain. So, this was a young man who was not only abandoned, rejected, who was who wanted to be for who they wanted to forget, who would have been deemed the least likely to succeed. And then, on top of that, his environment that he was the environment, pardon me, that he was living in would have been deemed an environment that was harsh, that was tough, that was unyielding, that was unfruitful. This is like when they send you to that relative and that. relative treats you so badly or you go and stay in that foster home and you are you are you are literally abused or harassed I mean it was all it was There seemed no way out for this young man it seemed like everything was totally destroyed and then in comes sound 23 and this young man starts to tell us about his friend he starts to tell us that he has this friend and he calls that friend his shepherd he says that this friend made him know that he was loved he says of this friend that he made him know that he had everything even when he had nothing now this friend some people would think was a guy or a human being or a woman or you know somebody physical but as we walk with David we realize that this beautiful relationship that David was talking about was a relationship with the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Because there were some things that David spoke about that a human being cannot do for you. So, the first lesson we learn from this young man who went from being a nobody to uh, somebody that made history is that there are some things that men cannot do for you. So, this young man. Now starts to tell us about the things that the Almighty God, the Father Himself, does for him, did for him. And he said, the, he was guarding his sheep, and you know, in a wilderness region, how do you find grass? How do you know where the great pastures are for your sheep? He said, every time I needed resources, and um, this 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 wonderful best friend of mine would guide me he he was the creator and is the creator of heaven and earth the possessor of heaven and earth and he would knew where all the green pastures were and he would tell me oh David go here this is where the green pastures are he would lead him to green pastures he said of this his friend he said the water that I needed the resources so you see sheep don't drink any kind of water running water doesn't work for them they don't like to be stressed he said so if you were ever working with workers that don't like to be stressed David's got you, right? And he said, so I, need to, I needed to find Stillwater. He said, and this beautiful, wonderful, awesome friend of mine would lead me to where Stillwater, Stillwater's were. Even if nobody knew, I would know. He said, of this his friend, he said, I had so many opportunities to make wrong choices. I mean, this was a young 17 year, um, at, at the time we knew him in 1st in Samuel chapter 16 he was 17, but prior to then he had been walking with the sheep. So this was this young man who's had the opportunity to make a lot of wrong choices and this his shepherd would not allow him he said he would guide me in the path of righteousness he would help me make the right choices I, mean, I wasn't walking alone he said every time that i went through a dark situation every time i had to go through something that looked so scary every time i had to take my resources through the darkest of places he said he would give me his word and he would give me his authority his rod and his staff his guidance and his. Authority. and he would say david i'm right beside you. And he would walk with me through the darkest days. Uh, he said, every time a trap was set before me, every time enemies tried to attack me. He said, this friend of mine ensured that I rocked up on a table. You see, David was the one that everybody probably won't have liked because man, the guy would always have a table before him. That means that no matter what they did, he was always victorious. He said, I walked in unusual favor. So in the middle of walk- living this wilderness life, life in the middle of everybody else thinking that David was abandoned and rejected because David had a relationship with the king of kings goodness and mercy followed David goodness and mercy unusual favor he said therefore he said he didn't even stop there. He anointed me. The anointing is the backing of heaven to fulfill purpose. He said he gave me his power to be able to fulfill purpose in the little space that I was in at that time. Therefore, David said, I can conclude. Because even though everything around me is saying something contrary. My relationship with this wonderful best friend of mine. Who is my guide, my leader, my shepherd, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the possessor of heaven and earth, the creator of all things. My conclusion is that staying in his presence forever is the best thing that could ever happen to me. So my question as we start this study, as we begin this journey with this man who went from the least likely to succeed to one of the most famous kings in history is where are you right now? Are you going through a divorce? Are you separated? Are you the child of parents who abandoned you? Have you been rejected in relationships? Have you been made to feel like less in the environment you are in? least likely to succeed not as brilliant as the other people are you forgotten do you feel lonely are you scared are you wondering how you're going to make 2022 and the rest of your life happen guess what just guess what david tells us that the secret going from a nobody to somebody that the whole world reckons with is a relationship with the King of Kings so my question to you today is do you have a vibrant active relationship with the King of Kings I didn't say do you have a nominal Sunday Sunday I rock up to God once in a while relationship no do you have a vibrant active relationship with the king of kings is jesus is the father is the holy spirit your best friend because the secret from going from abandoned rejected forgotten out of sight and out of mind the least likely to succeed lonely to being someone the world reckons with is not friends it's not work It's not activity. It's not money. And it's not influence. Neither is it the accolades of men. It is a relationship with the King of Kings. Don't miss any part of this Bible study. It will change your life forever. God loves you. Let us pray. Daddy, we just want to thank you for an awesome time in setting the background of a relationship that you have put to, given to us today. We ask that this Bible study will change lives. We ask that it will heal hearts and we ask that people will never be the same again. Thank you daddy for doing this. We love you. Thank you for loving us more. In Jesus name we have prayed, amen. Now. Make sure you don't miss any part of this Bible study. Make sure you don't miss a single episode. God is waiting to do awesome things for you. And he loves you so dearly. God bless you.